0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Colt Greetings Classics Podcast. salutations.
1: <laughs> oh, damn it. A uh, frog in your throat there? Yeah, that's just, yeah, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> take a drink of water there. Just out <laughs> of creepy, boy. That's scary.
2: <laughs> well, they, you know, shouldn't have eaten chocolate so right welcome before back, we started.
0: Uh, we're still in uh, mid-Halloween here. Well, early in our Halloween celebration. Uh, Halfway we're gonna tra- through. We're going to try to go, you know, a little scary, a little fun, a little scary, a little fun. So we're on our first fun one, and it's... Uh, I'd say we're on our second It's our second one. Mel Brooks film I think we've ever done, right? Yep. No,
2: third um, so we've done, go back and listen to our Robin Hood Men in the Tights. It's probably
0: okay. Robin Hood Men in the Tights? Yeah, <laughs> yes. What the fuck is that?
2: Go back and listen to our Space in the Balls. <laughs> and then go back and listen to our... That's it?
0: That's it. It will be this Enjoy this, this one. This one. Um, we're going to be doing the 1974 film, Young Frankenstein.
1: An American grandson of the infamous scientist struggling to prove that his grandfather was not a fucking crazy motherfucker, invited to Transylvania where he discovers the process that reanimates a dead body.
0: Destiny! Destiny! <laughs> um, so this movie's a whole lot of Gene Wilder yelling. If you're really into that scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where he loses his mind, it's essentially that every
1: few lines. From the guy who brought you space balls, Blazing Saddles, The Producers, Dracula Dead and Loving It, Robin Hood Men in Tights, directed by Mel Brooks, starring Gene Wilder, Madeline Kahn, Marty Feldman, Peter Boyle, Cloris Leachman, Kenneth Mars, Richard Hayden, a sneaky Gene Hackman, a sneaky Arthur Mallet. So this is a Mel Brooks parody of the story of Frankenstein.
0: It's a pretty close adaptation to the original Frank like Universal Hollywood Frankenstein. If you don't know what Young Frankenstein is, go watch it. And then watch all of his movies. Young Frankenstein. (laughs) Young Frankenstein. You never use mine, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, cast and crew. This one is a Mel Brooks vehicle. Uh, We sort of talked about this before. He's done Spaceballs. I love that movie. Um, Also love the producers a lot. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, Blazing Saddles: History of the, the World, the, Part One. Ones. I, love I don't History, know if we we'll History, History of the, the World. A little forgotten. I was about to say that. That might one be, is forgotten. Like, that's more classic. like a
2: Jones family classic. Not to yeah. say that it's not because it's you know it's Mel Brooks of Mel Brooks, but that one was like resonates more with us.
1: This one I could believe. Uh, this one I believe is written by Gene Wilder and not Mel Brooks, which is kind uh, of it's, like, co- it's co-written by both of them. Okay. But, uh, also from the John, uh, sorry, also from the Mel Brooks uh, family. John Morris did the music. He did all the music for. For the other ones, as too,
0: a so. lot with our comedy troops, they typically do keep together. So there are a lot of familiar faces that we're going to see here in the other
1: movies. Familiar faces from their sounds. Um, okay, starring Gene Wilder as Froderick Frankenstein. I mean, obviously,
0: also in Blazing Saddles, but uh, I mean, the, what i se- Willy Wonka is what I've seen him probably the most in, just because I watched it so much as a kid. I just
1: know him from yeah, this Willy Wonka in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, the mostly from Willy Wonka. Obviously. Also,
2: the original producers.
1: Oh yeah, Peter Boyle plays the monster. Everybody Loves Raymond. That's
2: all I know him from and this. So I'm sure he did a lot in between that.
0: Yeah,
1: I kind of Hold only on, know, know
0: him as like cameos also as an older actor now. I'm not I mean I, I don't There's know There's another of his big work.
1: one I think, Taxi Driver. I have seen seen Taxi, Taxi Driver,
0: Driver, yeah, okay, but, but he
1: obviously
2: didn't resonate with me in that movie. Those aren't
1: his movies. I mean, Everybody Loves Raymond, he's he's got a big role in there. Um Igor, Igor plays uh played by Marty Feldman. He had his own TV show called Marty, which he was the right he was he has
2: about He's a writer for TV a lot of eyes.
1: TV stuff in the uh in the sixties and seventies, it looks like. I Monty be- Python live at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh,
0: nice.
1: I believe he died kind of young. He's got crazy eyes. Yeah,
2: About as crazy as they come.
1: <laughs> Madeline Kahn plays Elizabeth.
0: Uh she's come up before. She was in what movie have we done you with We can her? check out clue. our clue. Oh clue. All
1: right. She's great in that movie as well. She's great in this movie.
0: So much. So much. Flames on the side. On the side. <laughs> um, I <laughs> believe she's, she's
2: in also in History of the World. and in History of the World. She's in, in, the... The world. She's in um, Blazing Saddles.
0: Also passed away, I believe, young to cancer. So someone else who maybe would have had more work. But...
2: Um, she would have been in, you know, I didn't another Mel Brooks movie. But
0: She would have made it at least in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah.
2: And it would have been funny. Yeah, whatever her role would have been
1: would have been great. Yeah, would have been nice. Cloris Leachman plays Frau Bluehair.
2: who just passed away not too long ago, right? I actually
1: looked a lot of these. A lot of these people like passed away within the past couple of years, past yeah. few years. Jean Alder passed a away a few scene. years ago. It's just that that age group, I guess.
0: Uh she was in like what was it, Beer Fest? Uh, I am mean, in done a That she's played kind of the.
2: Naughty Graham in a lot
1: of things. Spanglish, Jordan. She was in Spanglish. Right she played on. the
2: grandma. I mean, she's been in like this a lot. This one I thought yeah. was uh, fun. Before she Adam plays Sandler the,
1: the anti- like the main bad troll in uh, Troll in Central Park. Oh, she there you go. That. I think she was in Crudes too, possibly. Danny Goldman, not in the movie a lot, but he plays the medical student in the beginning. It kind of gets Gene Wilder The, the little going. wiener.
2: God, what a wiener. God, I hate that wiener. Not my words, but I'm going to... Yeah, I agree. What a wiener. <laughs> we can talk about that He's guy in
1: MASH. He's. I think he's in like the original Smurfs. He plays the brainy Smurf. Huh. Uh, Kenneth Mars plays Inspector Kemp. Great role in this film. I do love it. Do I know him from anything else? He's Hans Liebkind in the original Producers, which oh, okay. is Will Ferrell okay. in the remake. That makes sense. Does he have uh, an accent? And he's, tr- he's Triton in The Little Mermaid.
2: Oh, well, there you go.
1: Uh, there's actually there's a few um, few more Mel Brooks people in here. Mr. Hilltop, uh, played by Liam Dunn. He's in Blazing, Blazing Saddles and Silent Movie. Um, Arthur Mallet, who plays Toodles in Hook. Wait, he's he was in Halloween. In he's Mary Poppins. Who's uh, he in he, this? He's the vill- village elder. You wouldn't recognize him because he's just so much younger and doesn't uh, look like uh, the Arthur Mallett that we know. Okay, that makes um, sense. Nice. Uh, and Gene Hackman plays the blind man. Which is fun, Hoosiers. So I mean, such a such an odd little cameo. It's a him. fun
0: cameo. I always knew because our mom would always be like, "That's Gene Hackman." Every time that scene popped up, so it's just something I've always known. So I had the reverse. I rewatched this with Megan, and I'm like,
2: "Oh, Gene Hackman's in this." And Your mom said I, and it like every like, time we watched. This. I think she brought it up. She's like, "Did you know that?" And I go, "No," but I'm sure it was brought up a lot, and I just didn't pay attention. And Cameron has confirmed that it has. Sure did. So apologies to the Jones family. I didn't remember it. Oh, and again, shout out to the Jones family. Gloris Leachman was born in Des Moines, Iowa. Another fact I heard. Let's go. I missed it. So, cool.
1: Gloris, what a name. Uh, That's about it, though. Gloris Leachman.
0: Uh, Again, this is a Mel Brooks movie, so we're probably going to come up with this cast and crew again. So, you know, familiar faces, but we're going to move on to Unverified. Welcome to Unverified, and welcome to the cool classic movie phone. It is December, 1974. Oh, another December. That's a popular one for some reason, everything we're doing. Christmas. Uh, also in theaters at this time, you could see 007, The Man with the Golden Gun. Okay. The Towering Inferno. Okay. Alice Doesn't Love Here Anymore. Losing Me. Probably must to be Alice doesn't live here anymore. I'm guessing that's not a correct. That's not a correct. Got it. Uh, the Godfather Two is in theater in December this year. Oh, that's a good one. And the Akuza.
2: And just because I don't know uh, much about the 70s, off the top of my head, we're a few years away from the Summer of Sam. The Summer of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it was 1977. I looked it up. I'm like, there's a chance that it just happened, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't. You can go freely about yourself. I guess I was New York though, so I don't know. You guys noticed that Mel Brooks isn't in the movie, right? And we all assumed he should be. Yeah. Well, the reason was Gene Hackman... Wilder. Just... Couple of jeans. A couple of jeans. A couple of jeans. Yeah, yeah. So Gene Wilder... um a pair of jeans. Nice denim. High-waisted, a little flared at the bottom. <laughs> we're in 1974. Let's go. Um, Gene Wilder convinced... Mel Brooks not to be in the movie do a cameo like he does in most of his other movies so he he, oh Jesus Christ I'm going to have to talk aren't I? (laughs) Um, The reason Gene Wilder did that was um, he didn't think audiences would buy the credibility of the movie anymore if they saw Mel Brooks in it being all
0: goofy how credible and like everyone's goofy that, that I
1: don't I, know if I like that I, I wanted to see a little Mel Brooks I, character come like a villager come in and, and make me laugh
0: I yeah. hate it I
2: saw four roles that should have been Mel Brooks yeah, yeah. like wherever you want to put them put them he in he still there.
1: snuck in with a couple I think he was he's like a screeching cat which wildly good cat <laughs> his noise his hands made it in too he okay. was the hands okay, pointing the nice. soup uh,
0: in the, the blind man scene <laughs> okay. Uh, but a lot of but the, a lot of his his hands and things like that were necessity. But the cat was just improvised, and that was I mean that's funny, fucking hilarious.
1: <laughs> R- real quick, yeah, seems yeah. it seemed just like Gene uh, Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks. Just since Gene was the writer, uh, it seemed like they didn't necessarily butt heads a lot. But the it, like Gene had a lot of creative uh, influence on the movie, which is surprising for a Mel Brooks film. I
2: think they collaborated writing, and the one thing that disappoints me again, and this is Gene Wilder being, I guess, a stingy asshole. Rest in peace. Um. <laughs> so as they were writing Gene Wilder let Mel Brooks write as many scenes as he wanted and then he's like now we're gonna take that down by 10% because it's too goofy doesn't that suck
0: yeah well I mean still one of my favorites though so I mean still no, sort of no, on no. that
1: sim I heard I heard the movie was like twice as long and they had to like
0: yeah well actually this is an interesting is, one which kind of comes into some <clears> questions <throat> and things animosities I have later but they just shot a bunch of gimmicks and jokes, and they, essentially in the editing room, they were like, "It's unwatchable." And about only a third of the jokes work, so they said they cut just two thirds of the jokes out, kept the ones that did work, and that's what's left in the movie. So that's a little bit why I might see like scenes are jumpy, or well, one, it's a comedy, so it doesn't really matter too much, and it's a parody, but why why some plot might be a little loose.
1: Uh, Mel Brooks and the cast—they had so much fun uh, just shooting the movie that um, Mel essentially made the movie longer just to keep just, shooting. Kept just shooting. To keep shooting. Yeah, just, yeah, just to keep which Warner man, Brothers will keep giving us money as long as we stay on set this they had to cut a bunch of shit after it so it didn't really matter but
0: uh, I written somewhere. uh Mel Brooks considers this the best film he ever directed uh but it was number three amongst his funniest after
1: Blazing Saddles and the producers he thought were his best movies Gene says this is his favorite movie he's ever been in interesting
2: I would agree with it's probably really fun Willy Wonka movie. come on Gene Yeah, but
0: you got to deal with kids. Bunch of kids. Bunch of fucking kids.
1: Yeah, he got to probably let loose a little more on this one. You're right.
0: Uh, This is something I always just remembered, but uh, this is pretty cool. They're using the exact same Frankenstein lightning effects that was in the original Frankenstein. Uh, Mel Brooks discovered that Ken Strickfaden, uh, who made the original machinery, had just kept it in his garage all this time and he still had it. So he reached out to him and he set up the exact same setup as the original Frankenstein. It's the exact same effects.
1: That's fucking sweet.
2: I rewatched it. Just a couple scenes from the original, just to mm-hmm. compare and contrast. It's like shot for shot. Yeah, it's it's really. It's I mean, outside the, the jokes, the setup, the like logistical, like framing, it's the same fucking movie.
1: That's when was the first one shot? When was the original shot? Thirty-three. Damn, 30s, really? Yeah. So
0: like, because the original horror ones, forty years, 30s, he 40s. just
1: had that chilling in his garage, <clears throat> like, collecting dust.
2: I guarantee whoever he lived with is like, you can get rid of that shit. For forty years, <laughs> his like, neighbors no. think he's like
1: making meth in his fucking garage. <laughs> this, this one's fun. Gene Hackman learned about the film through his frequent tennis partner Gene Wilder, and requested wow. a role because he wanted to try comedy. Um, and he volunteered to play this blind guy. And it was only four, four days of shooting, but that's kind of fun that he. <laughs>
0: uh, on top of that, I guess the line at the end, where Gene Hackman says, "I was going to make espresso," was it improvised and it made the crew laugh so hard that that's why it's a sudden cut because the laughter cuts in. Nice.
1: Speaking of that, I guess Gene Wilder was. Just would always break during his scenes. That this is according to Cloris Leachman. Um, so they had to like redo. They had to like do fifteen takes of each sort of bit, which oh, would have been kind of funny to see. I, they don't they didn't really do bloopers back then. I don't think. With there, we, had, we had a DVD version where there was a, really? some behind the oh, scenes stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah, it see, wasn't exactly fun. bloopers, but it was like just some like behind the scenes filming when they were dancing and stuff. Uh, so if you guys have a DVD, for like some you know, bloopers, I'm pretty sure this does have like some special feature things
2: yeah i missed uh, the end of the the credit bloopers
0: yeah me too uh this is kind of funny but uh igor's igor's shifting hump uh <laughs> that was actually just like an ad-lib gag because marty feldman throughout shooting kept just shifting it around <laughs> like the hump around so uh the the dr the, they they just noticed several days in the filming, They're like oh shit well let's work with it then
2: oh like he it just he, he didn't, didn't th- intentionally switch it but once i realized that the continuity yeah are, they're like they, well they played into it yeah that, to me, felt like one of the biggest. Like yeah, Mel Bro- yeah, Well, not just payoffs, but doesn't that seem... I mean, I feel like Mel Brooks, we got the mole. Yeah. In yeah Brock- it seems I mean, He
0: they, they used show. it again, for sure, but it's it was Marty... Funny enough, the Marty walk that this way, Mel Brooks thought this that was... My, this is
1: my favorite one I think <laughs> that we've ever done the joke the, no favorite unverified that we've ever oh, ever mentioned
0: mel brooks thought it was too hacky to, oh no you're not gonna say it i'll piggyback mel, off it mel brooks was gonna didn't like the walk this way he thought it was too hacky but it just tested so well and when they kept it in for the test audiences that he put it into all of his movies after that it's kind of a it's sweat. in every single
1: movie yeah. pretty
2: much right mm-hmm. and it kill it, it works it works time. so it works. right off
1: the walk this way aerosmith took a break from a long night of writing oh yeah this one is crazy writing and recording to see this film. Steven Tyler wrote the band's hit Walk This Way the morning after seeing the movie inspired by Marty Feldman's first scene. The true? Walk yeah. This Way. I mean, that's insane.
0: What? Unverified, what but apparently Aerosmith Walk This Way is because of this movie. Do you ever get the vibe that Steven Tyler's a liar? Yep. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, mean, I, I
1: mean, like it's I a mean, good just, story. Good story. That could be just a t- I mean... Sometimes you just need to, you know, take a break, and inspiration comes from a lot of different places. I trust no one with that many scarves. It's always been my <laughs> life stance, and I'm sticking with it.
0: This this one seems wrong. The skulls that Freddy and Inga find under the castle were, were real, except for the one that says six months
1: dead. But some of those
0: yeah, had some meat on real. it.
1: Like yeah, like the one year dead. Like that yeah. had that had a little bit of little bit of meat on there.
0: Yeah, apparently those were real. But I maybe they're just saying
1: the skull was real, but not either any way. Other. We can just do that? We need use human skulls? I we doing mean, that? all scale, All 19, those old ones used to be like real skeletons. So. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I don't
0: know. I don't Someone know. look into that one, but that one seems weird, but I found it on Hit us up. Let IMDb. us know. Um,
2: I looked at them. I'm like, these aren't real, but they are. So what the hell do I know?
1: In yeah. the commentary for Spaceballs, Mel Brook mentions that uh, when Gene Wilder came uh, in for casting for Blazing Saddles, he requested that the next movie he does, uh, that he wanted it to be his idea, Gene's idea, and it turned out to be this one, so...
0: Hmm.
2: So another thing that Gene, in this passion project of his, pushed—it's um, in black and white—and the original production companies, once they saw the like, we don't want a black and white movie, but Gene Wilder thought that they wouldn't buy that it was 1930s, yeah, right, Transylvania or whatever. If they saw a green Frankenstein that we've all grown accustomed to, because mm-hmm. it would just look like a Halloween costume and i agree with gene on this one it just plays better Black well Black. even
0: on off that like the the studio even said how about this how about you film it in color because we want to show it overseas there were uh, there's a country that like they're just getting color and we want to like debut we it still there and mel brooks said bullshit you're just gonna like blackball me you're gonna mm-hmm. just put this out in color because we'll have it so he made sure that they just didn't shoot in color
1: funny enough though they still i think they still painted uh painted him green. They painted yeah. him green just for the visuals. It, it made the contrast of of the skin look I'm better. I'm sure it was
0: like, do we really have to do this? And they're
1: like, yes, we will. <laughs> yes. Can. Fuck, uh, it's going to be black and white. You're still going to paint my
0: Also, the scene when they light up the monster. I mean, that, that I've just famously heard. Just the, It was a fiberglass mold of uh, Peter Boyle that they actually like lit up. And it was an elaborate effect they did for that. But
1: I don't really know what this means. But the Zero and the 20th Century Fox logo at the beginning is slightly tilted. Which has been used by Fox on several occasions, including the opening for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Interesting. I don't really know why. W- what to do with that information? Well, that
0: seems like some sneaky Illuminati uh, Freemason
1: just hidden code stuff you know, uh, right in front it of seems us. Seems like if they knew it was tilted, maybe.
0: Just in case you're
2: interested, Peter Doyle's Boyle is who plays um, the monster. Mm-hmm. Six foot two, so you know. Okay, I mean, I mean, he's not a
0: short guy. Freak. <laughs>
2: But they did pretty well. I, I mean, obviously, lifts freak. and stuff like that. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, if you watch the movie, you're like, I wonder how tall Peter Doyle is. And I did. And he is welcome, wearing platform Susan. shoes, clearly, yeah, throughout definitely. the whole thing. But... but what I'm saying is, he's still a big frame guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one did have a lot of fun facts, though, that I just did stop reading at a point. But also, I do remember there being some sort of special feature. So if you know where that's at, hit us up. Uh, I'd like going to watch that, yeah. yeah we're going to move on to questions. Comments. Animosities. The first thing I wrote down as my first note wasn't animosity. It's a long intro. It's a real long intro before we get in. And even when we get in, it's a long pan to get to the story.
2: So I did rewatch just a couple here and there, um, the original Frankenstein. It's mm-hmm. pretty consistent with that. Like really? they kinda I've never seen it. I hadn't I hadn't seen it except for the, you know reanimation scene mm-hmm. but that that actually follows pretty descript how the original movie opens up
0: funny enough i've seen original dracula i've seen the mummy but i haven't seen uh i've even seen some of the wolfman but i haven't seen a uh... i've seen bits of the wolfman i actually this movie made me want to go back
2: so here's a question this is our halloween episode mm-hmm. is this a halloween movie can you watch it at halloween it always has you been asked
1: ask two different questions there let me okay. um, let's answer Sorry. the first one
2: is this a halloween movie I don't it think kind so. Of,
1: it's always a soft lead up for me. It's not near Halloween, but it's like September. It's September for me usually. But that's sort of the answer to the second question that you had: Can you watch it around Halloween? The answer yeah, is completely yeah. yes, yes. But is it a Halloween movie? No, I don't think so. Not necessarily.
2: I agree with that. Not a Halloween movie. Well, here's you can watch it leading up. This is what did I, I going into this? I was I was you know prior to rewatching it for the pod. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this isn't even going to give me any Halloween movie. Feels it's just gonna be, you know, a Mel Brooks movie. But I will say, gave me a little bit. You got the lightning, you got the fog. You got the the black only thing light, that does hurt it
1: for that argument is I could watch this in the heat of summer. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll say enjoy.
0: anything that's classic Hollywood Universal monsters is the epitome of Halloween. Like the Mummy, Frankenstein, like Dracula. So any any subject matter dealing with that is very Halloween, no matter sure. what. So yeah, like as much as this movie necessarily isn't as much.
2: Yeah, the original monster movies, I think, are for sure. Yeah. But I, to Mark's point, like, I could watch this just about any time of the year if
0: I, yeah, if it's I was funny. in a because it's a comedy, because it's yeah. not a scary movie. Yeah. yeah. No.
2: But I do think the tropes of the original Frankenstein movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in a little bit of a Halloween mood now. Nice. Let us know what you think out there if you agree or disagree with us. But if you disagree with us, be kind.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a legitimate question, just about some of the dates here. Okay, so. To Victor Frankenstein is Frederick Frankenstein's <laughs> great grandfather. Frederick, yes. Why are they just now getting him a will? Did they have to dig up that body, or is his coffin just not been buried yet? Because they're like, we need to find the next living heir. Like, what? What was the holdup that, that his dad didn't get the will? Or I, um, well, maybe. So I don't
2: have the answer That's to this, question. but maybe it's because it seems like um, She's very confused. The great grandpa
0: wrote out the son and he's like this is, has to skip a generation. No,
2: no, but like he was his his reputation well, not, not situation. His rep reputation was tarnished, right? And he was embarrassed by the scientific community, so maybe gene's dad and him were like we're, we we don't get along. Okay.
0: Okay. So it just took that long for him to get hunted down? As far as in the movie, the I body, have no why? idea. Did they dig up the body or is that whole time just the coffin been waiting until they can I thought he just died. <laughs> The body looks pretty, uh, pretty dried out. So who who invited in there? Was it
2: that guy sitting in on his lecture? Yeah, yeah, it was the That's, guy. Yeah, I mean, He's
0: usually on. The, yeah, speaking on behalf of the estate, just it seems weird. And also on top of that, if Frau Blucher was the girlfriend,
1: how old is she?
0: I thought she was a. Was she the girlfriend of the grandpa?
2: Or? Yeah, okay. he
1: was my boyfriend. I, I, I actually had to rewatch that the scene that you're talking about, Jordan, the guy who's sitting in on the class and yeah. like, tells him about like you you know he's got plans for you or whatever it just it doesn't really explain anything he just gets on a train
0: yeah oh and i do love that a train just takes you to transylvania and also (laughs) it seems like his wife can just drive a car there too which is nice
2: um, yeah, I, the, I, I was confused the, about the getting, like, if you inherit a house, do you have to move there and live there? But like, just I sell would. it. If you
0: get in the castle, I mean, yeah. Ooh, then again, I always see those deals that are like castle. moved to Italy for a dollar and just fix up this little, you know, village, village pl- cottage. Well, I guess he didn't get it with terms, or whatever.
2: Um, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of forgot how this movie started and how he got there. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'll tell what you what,
0: had... I'm failing that wiener student at the beginning.
2: Oh yeah. I thought he was going to get punched or something. If-
1: That's such a good scene, though, when when he gets so mad he actually stabs his leg with the scalpel and then just casually crosses his leg. That's such a Mel Brooks, like...
2: Yeah, that actually did it. I, I really do enjoy that joke. Uh, <laughs> I wanted a, a sound effect with it, like, hmm. <laughs> a little more but it wasn't quite well you get
0: that with the old man getting hit in the balls that's where you get that little... we want to
2: talk about that old man is that about as frail as they come Yeah, that guy has got to be 60 pounds
0: he could have been one of the old people in the bed and with, with Charlie and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory
2: yeah and you would have believed that he hadn't walked in 10 years
0: um you gotta give him more than a dollar for that <laughs> hey, give, him
1: give him an extra dollar give him extra dollar
2: <laughs> okay actually this this may not be make the podcast because this is a real question when is the movie supposed to be set in is it 1974 or is it in the like 30s because that For him, classroom, it's
0: was... the 70s. In Germany or Transylvania, they're still in the 30s. They're 50s. still in the
2: 1890s. Yeah, I haven't quite caught up yet. I couldn't tell because that classroom was mad 70s. You, you oh mean, yeah. just mad 70s.
0: I mean, Gene Wilder's hair has always kind of just been can crazy. Can we talk 70s? about that? What, I- what is it?
2: What is it? Is it a comb over? Is it curly, just a style? It's, it just... it's not just curly. There's a lot going on.
1: You've seen like the who's that fucking guy from uh, the Last Dance uh, documentary who like kind of winks at. Michael after the He's
2: like, a security guard?
1: Yes. The security oh.
2: guard with like the Jerry Curl like yes. thing. But yes. But this is this is this is a Jerry Well, it's not a Jerry Curl. But he's got long hair moldy. But it feels like a comb over is in the middle of it. But I've seen him in other movies where he doesn't have a comb over. He got curly hair and this is this predates those.
0: What's just trying to slick it back, but when it's that poofy, it just turns into that maybe? I mean, this guy here. Yep. <laughs> like-
2: yeah, that's the uh, that's the security guard. He lost his life savings to Michael Jordan in quarters. Yeah, that guy. Well, no, well. but it seemed like it. Um, okay, so I mean, it just is what it is. But it is not a comb over. Is really all I want to get at.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely odd.
2: And uh, it's not in every movie, but it's 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 odd in this movie even more so. And does it add?
0: Yes, I think it does. Okay, well, I, like I'm for it. In the end, it's a positive, interesting, interesting turn. <laughs> I mean, I'm not well, I'm not nice mad person. at it. I think uh. it's all right. Uh, just question, you guys. Just what are some of your favorite bits in the movie? Uh, I mean, obviously, we've said the walk this way. That's classic. That
1: made its way. In. It got Aerosmith into a song and worked into all the other movies. There's a lot of kind of... I don't want to say silly, stupid, dumb, dad-jokey yeah. puns. Like the, oh, do you want to have a roll in the hay? Well, actually, let's talk about
0: that for a second. Because interestingly enough, when Jordan and I were coming in, we were saying this. this viewing did hit a little different just because I've seen it so many times where... Like, I do love this movie and I think it's hilarious but I didn't laugh at this viewing as much as I have in the past just because I don't know it's like viewing number the tone 200 and the,
2: the tone and the pace of this play is a lot closer to the, the real movie mm-hmm. in a negative way I wish they would have handed up a little bit more to keep it moving
1: so do you think it's do you think it's the fact that it's kind of Based on a true story, that there there's a, there is a lot of story and plot that they're trying to get through. No, I don't think it. so. Because
0: they do the same thing with Dracula the Dead and Loving it, where it's almost a straight well, think parody. About all but of, it's all of those are pretty much parodies yeah. in some
2: way. This sure. is probably the closest adaptation, but mm-hmm. like you said, Dracula is. I mean, Robin Hood Men in Tights is pretty close too. And s- Space but do you think Ball like a
1: like a Blazing Saddles or the producers where you can kind of just make his own story up? You're saying less
2: than a genre and more of a specific movie It slows it up? I think it's just earlier in his work and he didn't have as much free range as he wanted. Well,
1: it sounds sounds like like they just
0: also shot, we already know, a shit ton and just cut it down into... I think, because I do have some, some, like, just questioning animosity, like, like there's just a moment where, like, the town is already angry that, like, Dr. Frankenstein's there and they want to, like, storm and nothing's happened yet. It does seem like there are just some... Scenes that just seem out of place and there's no causality for it. A lot of times, though, when you see a movie,
2: a comedy like this, and they cut 10 scenes, you're like, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: That, 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 is, that is the workaround with also. It's a sure. comedy, it's a parody, and they're just taking what scenes they want, I'm trying to give under so. two hours. Well, I mean, that really oh, is the oh, explanation for that. But I do honestly. That's a great four minute boner joke, but we're going to cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, there are just dumb things like that, that this is a comedy, so it's easily explained away, but there are just some. Plot it, story is, it is weird though. To your point about this
2: movie, Cameron, <laughs> I do just remember the highlights. The it's alive, and right. then
0: the you the know book the bookcase case scene, scene. The and walk it's like, this way. The, honestly, I'll, back to what I said though. I think my favorite bit is the Frau Bluka, <laughs> like that, or
1: the horse nang.
0: Yeah. I just
2: like it because they don't quit. They yeah.
1: do not quit that joke, and it just wins you over eventually. I like when it's like towards the end of the movie she comes in and they they say her name horse note. That, that's the one that gets me like the the last one the, like the eighth one i
0: love when marty uh,
1: feldman comes back out and just goes blue <laughs> yeah that that's the best part yeah. of the joke for me there's a couple silly ones that i uh, like the the um the door knockers what knockers <laughs> what
0: a southern oh, knockers. thank you doctor
1: <laughs> or the, the elevate me right now to start using that elevate, <laughs> me? elevate me right now there's right the here? yeah said to, just... to give said to give said give? <laughs> oh and then he co- then um, I think uh, Igor's getting strangled by by Frankenstein, and she's like, "Okay, three syllables." <laughs> yeah, <and> it starts <laughs> over again. Yeah, I love it. Uh, uh, I always like I, the darts one with the inspector when I was a kid.
0: Just because he, ch- <laughs> yeah. And we get the Mel Brooks cat it, thing. It's and not necessarily we that. like
2: one joke, but his character, just like the whole arm thing. I don't know if that's an homage to anything, so I apologize out there. But that character in general, his bit, the.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Like the pops of it—that always got me. It still did. Even with the the more uh, with the dart scene, you get like sort of the last final punchline when he's driving away and there's darts it's in everywhere, his tire. like <laughs> Like <laughs> 10
0: times the amount of darts than they have actually thrown though by the way. Um, I still like the bookcase scene. It's a classic. Bookcase yeah. scene I mean, is so classic. Like, Maybe I, my just, favorite I just scene. can't When they're watching it. Big Daddy that's the scene they show you because yeah. like you know, Young Frankenstein. Yeah,
2: it's just, it almost feels like even for Mel Brooks like ahead of his time it feels like a Marx Brothers scene. It's just a classic comedy scene.
0: Yeah, you know, I agree with that. So I, so that, that might I, I, I think winner. iconically that's my favorite still. The Blucher's my favorite word joke. I mean, Physical comedy. It's, yeah, the bookcase.
2: Oh, you know what got me this time that didn't always get me? And I don't know exactly what they sing, but when Frankenstein first has sex with, um,
1: um, his ex-fiancee
2: Madeline Kahn, ex-fiance, when she's like, oh! but then they bring it back later on when Gene Wilder like they cross mode I kind
1: of wish there was a little more Madeline Kahn. I don't know if they could give her giving her a bigger role or, or if Elizabeth was just more prominent because funny enough, originally she was supposed to
0: play uh, Inga, but she but Elizabeth Kahn said I'd rather play the Elizabeth role. Ma- Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Madeline Kahn. Um, sorry, Madeline Kahn said she would rather play the just, Elizabeth just, role.
1: Just, uh, just her her and Gene Wilder at the train station at the beginning is so funny. She's like, oh Freddie darling, how can I say in a minute what is taking me lifetime to understand taffeta won't you try all right And <laughs> yeah, that, that awesome that all
2: scene kills and all, like the shout out like the, the way the they shot them it just looks like a classic scene uh, it really does like it, aesthetically i think that's what's so great about parodies like this and then as far as we go to like the, the right movies detail. they really just make the genre movie yeah. and then add jokes into it and still have the story but that scene is this
1: part too when like we first get introduced to the creature coming alive, and you can hear him in the background "Mm." you're like oh you you like it huh you just made a yummy sound no I didn't (laughs) yes you did did. you You made made a yummy yummy sound (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh Uh, fuck
0: uh, the put on the ritz, you know. It is kind of funny. I was walking in on Mark after the scene, but it is funny when Gene Wilder just starts dancing. and He's like, "Come on, <laughs> come on!" Yeah, he's trying to get it you going. Hear <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, we have talked about it, but the Gene Hackman blind man scene is pretty funny. Oh yeah, we, cigars.
1: That... The way he says that's always gotten me to laugh a little. Yeah, the cigar. yes. cigars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm at like a wedding or like a bachelor party, birthday party, and someone brings out cigars, that I'm doing it. <laughs> Cigar. I mean, a shout out to our mom. I feel like she always quotes the
0: "I was gonna make espresso," <laughs> uh, but I mean, for granted, he Peter like he Boyle's first... really funny in that too when
2: he's holding his bowl and he's like, "Oh,", oh and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's playing it as the the monster Frankenstein, but it's funny. Oh, I do want to say that whole brain scene, I, I just assumed because I hadn't, I actually hadn't watched the original Frankenstein. I read, you know, like I said, many times already. Is there
0: a brain? Dis- 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 Specifically
2: that <laughs> he gets an abnormal brain and he drops the normal brain. So I'm, I am
0: I just oh. assumed that was. it name was Abby. Abby. Abby Normal. Well, that's nothing like the original novel, but whatever. <laughs> um. Oh, you read, do you? I read
1: half of it. <laughs> that's good enough for me. Sure is questions comments is always tough in movies like this just because yeah. there, there aren't a lot so it always turns into a little bit of a quote fest but
0: yeah I mean but that's, that's a what you
1: want
2: from... sometimes that's yeah. what in want. a movie like this here's a comment for this so cool. it is fun to watch it this one and see how many tropes and jokes continue throughout Mel Brooks's work It's like we're gonna do the walk this way we're gonna do the hump thing go back and listen to it early in this episode if you want to hear my points. <laughs>
0: kind of just an animosity when after dr Frank Frankenstein just immediately turns and admits he is a Frankenstein destiny destiny mm-hmm. um the next morning when they're having breakfast destiny! And, and they're just describing how big he's gonna have to be when <laughs> Igor just draws a picture draws a picture he's like you know what I think that's our man what do you mean you still just took the first dead body yeah, from town like that has nothing to do with that picture that he just made
2: oh they made a dick joke in there like obviously you would have an enormous
0: <laughs> Stuka. he's like Well, yes,
2: of course.
0: Well, that goes without saying. (laughs) That
2: goes without saying. Um, Did that corpse have a big dick, or did they have to like go find a dick? Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. It seems like they just took a big body and they didn't do any of the expanding that he was talking about. Where I mean, I believe Frankenstein. is The buns of a dancer. Yeah, he's put together many (laughs) different corpses. The legs of a guy from the opening scene. See, uh, Franken Thumb from the Thumb movies from Steve Odenkirk.
2: Um, not to be confused (laughs) with Bob Odenkirk. We've gone over this again, but uh, I just wanted you guys to bring up. Thumb. what is it
0: called Thumb. Series. it's a good one it's a good one also should... a pretty straight parody of the Frankenstein stories it's a... does Frau live in the castle yeah cause why are they always why is it so weird that they're finding like evidence of her around you know what I mean like, <laughs> it seems like she should almost be part of the team a little more
2: um, granted she's a little yeah, scary yeah I guess she's scary in another movie she'd be a ghost um, I like that she smokes cigars yeah. <laughs> well, when she's like
1: playing the violin walking up the steps yes
0: yeah, yes. Her line of he was my boyfriend actually
2: is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll say it. he was my boyfriend. Uh,
0: anyway,
2: she's funny too. Um, I'm sure she has a lot of cut scenes as well.
0: This is just a trickle down from Unverified but how they, Gene Wilder kept breaking and it took a lot uh, to get shots. The shot they had to redo the most is when Marty Feldman was first meeting Elizabeth when she was coming in and he bites her uh, her <laughs> fur. Apparently he kept coming up with tufts of fur in his teeth and people, and they couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. So they had to get a shot. I Michael, could it. you get
1: the bags? Sure, you take the bags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or when they're going
2: through the skulls and he's the last face. It's hey, like,
1: ain't got no bite. I really don't want this to be a quote fest, but the, the werewolf. Werewolf? Their wolf. And he's like, why are you talking like that? I don't know, I'm easy. <laughs> I do like that one. <laughs> This is a movie that we do love, but it's just something
0: we've seen so many times that we're coming at it with a little more critical eye than we usually would. Whereas usually, it's a comfort watch; it's just a nostalgic watch. I and again, m-
2: we're just remembering the highlights, not the way the movie plays. So it's like, oh yeah, I guess they have you know plot and scenes in between. The it's
0: almost two hours, but it is an easy watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, should we move on to recasting? Recasting.
2: re-cast-ing.
0: Recasting, yeah, this one was kind of hard again because this is a nostalgic movie that we love. It's, it's hard to, you know, reclass these these classic movies for us. Uh, who do you want to start with? Someone, someone near the bottom. Let's start with uh, Inspector Kemp. If anybody had one, I have like three options here. Okay. Jordan, you go first. I'm gonna take mine. Um
2: because Mel Brooks isn't in this movie, I thought this would be the funnest Mel Brooks cameo. So that's what I'd like to see. I okay. agree. Damn,
1: actually, that's a good idea to put put Mel Brooks somewhere. So it you... was a
2: cop out. A that's
0: little my bit. third one. I do have Mel Brooks written down that this would kind of be my, the perfect cameo for him in the movie because it's a big enough role, but it's I not like that. it's not too intrusive. Thank
1: um, and, I did, and, and j- just three. I, I did John C. Riley. Oh, oh, just his be fun. I don't know, just a goofy no, John no, That's seat, good Riley. for
0: sure. Um, just working <laughs> off that. What about this? Uh, this isn't one of mine, but oh, also has initials. He's passed away. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Um that's nah, just a wild card. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not even so there's a couple of people. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman can do most things. Here's my first one, and it's a wild card, but Nicolas Cage. I get it. Sure. I get but then I thought of this one. I forget his name, but from what? modern... But the dad from Modern Family, Ty something.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: what, what do you guys like out of mind? Do you like
1: Nicolas Cage or do you like the I Ty like guy your, from Modern I Family? I like your Nicolas Cage the best. I like... But I think Mel Brooks probably plays. Yeah. I like I Ty
2: the best because it seems like it should be a character. I keep actually. thinking
1: of Ty yeah. Pennington, but it's definitely not him. No,
0: what, did, what is that guy's this father from Modern Family? Burrell. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. That's right. I, Ty Burrell. Okay, let's go with Nicholas Cage for me, but uh, definitely Mel Brooks wins the round. Uh, who else do you want to do? Do you, do you guys do the monster? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who'd you do? Jack Nicholson.
0: Okay. Ooh, that's fun. And I don't know how well that plays, You're but gonna I to, feel like I he's, believe he's a little man, and we're going to definitely have to prop him up. <laughs> well, he's got the I don't think he's chance. little.
2: Five yeah. ten's not little. Five ten's not little. Hey. It's fine. Jack it's Nicholson? Fine. That's it's what Jack fine. Nicholson is? Yeah, it's probably... He might even be like six 6'4". I three. think he's
1: a little man.
0: I I don't Five, think
1: four? so. 5'4"?
2: What, Sorry, what do you Joe, think of
1: listening to this? No,
2: no, no. I think Jack Nicklaus is. No, I think he's even average. Like, I'm not
1: talking the golfer.
0: No,
2: I know, but I'm just saying. I think both are of average size. Jack Nicklaus. Uh, I did
0: up. Bill Fagerback-y or Five
2: ten. That's not little. Okay, that's not, not That's not little. a little smaller
0: than that. Okay, but I did Bill Fagerback-y. Uh You would know him from Coach. He's the. He's okay, also yeah. the voice of Patrick. He's the voice so. of Patrick from MoN. That's, that's
1: I, I, I love that actually. He's got a big face. Like he's just kind of. Yeah, it works. Oh no! I know
2: exactly who he was. Um, he's in the running for any big simpleton.
1: I <laughs> love that.
2: Um, mine is, duh, duh, David Harper from Stranger Things. He's the. Sheriff.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good too. I like that. Damn, those are good. Big burly go? guy got I, the forehead. I did Jack Nicholson.
0: Oh though. right, right. Blindman. I didn't. I actually didn't do no. uh, the Gene Hackman one. Oh, I, you guys have? I did not. No, no I d- I did Bill Murray. Oh yeah, no, That'd would be, like that. would be fun. How about I did Billy Crystal.
1: Okay. Now so, I want to come so up with that, that. that's a perfect Mel Brooks. Role. Well, yeah, like you could have put him there too, for show.
2: sure. And then again, that's just, I believe, what Billy Crystal was doing in uh, Princess. Princess Bride. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh, okay.
0: Elizabeth. Uh, I've done a recasting for this before. Catherine O'Hara. Jinx. It's just the
1: perfect one. I, had, I thought that's where I wanted this hair I had, two, I had two, but hold on, hold on. They're, I've done, I've done those two before, Just I think. so, just so there's another one in here. Um, fuck. It was uh, Catherine O'Hara, though. That's just.
2: I, everybody thought that though, right? It would have been great.
1: Let's do uh, Frau Bluehair.
0: Uh, I love mine. Megan Kavanaugh. She's Marla Hooch from... Um, A League of Their Own. A Go check own. out our League of Their Own. Uh, oh. She's Marla Hooch from listen of their to our... But she also talk. plays the Frau Bluehair role pretty much in Robin Hood <laughs> yeah. Men in Tights and in um dracula dead and loving it is they're like german caretakers so she does this in mel brooks movies later so i'm just speeding that's up great. the process that's great
2: i actually think i have a good one for this i think I I normally this all right so i'll go first because mine probably isn't good jane lynch mine's jane like, lynch oh, too oh nice How do I I, nice just no, I feels like, like a good jane lynch it's role. a great
1: jane lynch role she could she would nail this
0: mine's cheating because she does go she on. Did, to you do went it, about so, it yeah or whatever who'd you have is
1: inga I'm not a huge fan of mine. This one actually was tough for me. I don't know why. Just yeah, me too. It th- was kind of neither here nor there for me.
2: The actress plays it well. It's just they don't give the character much to sure. be, you know, She's just a
0: sexual innuendo joke. I've done this before, so it's kind of a throwaway,
1: but Elizabeth Banks.
2: That's what I did, too, to throw it away. We're all throwing it away. RG I throw it away. thought
1: of that, and I, I had to come up with someone different, so I didn't <laughs> write that down. I did January Jones.
2: Oh, I actually disagree with that. I think she's the worst actress in the world. She's a little emotionless, for sure. But I get where you're coming from. I'm not insulting you. This no. is not insulting your choice. It's just It's an insult to a you can insult choice. My choice. It's fine. She's just
0: bad. But yeah, we all kind I of I don't like there. mine for sure. This was a hard one for me. I don't know. Her mm-hmm. doppelganger is
1: Nikki Glaser though.
0: Okay, so I truly did think I of did that I did think about a comedian, but her her voice is so nasally and just I don't I don't see her doing the accent. All right, uh, so
2: let us know what we missed and mess up with that.
0: Igor. Okay, sorry then, Steve. <sighs> Sorry, all right, Steve. Sorry, it, Steve Buscemi. So... Yeah, I did. I did Joe. I did, did Joe Lo Truglio. Uh, Truglio. Uh, he's from Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's from <laughs> Superbad. Yeah, that's yeah. That's you
2: know, you know who he is. Uh, I like. I, I,
0: I like did Steve
2: Buscemi as well.
0: because, if, we, if we were doing the Trinity, this is where I, Andy Dick would go. I didn't think oh, he'd be great. It's just look space. Come on, Steve. Sorry. I believe we're on to. Friedrich Fr- Frankenstein, yeah. if you're ready. Can
2: anybody have a good one? I gave a throwaway sucky one. Can uh, I, I say this it? This
0: was pretty hard. I mean, I I'm, want a different troop.
2: I want Will Ferrell. Okay. He yells a lot. That's the only That reason.
0: could be interesting. It's definitely, yeah, it's going to be it's a little more as over fun, the top. It's not it's as as bad. To be, yeah. I really I have three tried written them uh, I'd love to decide. hear him. I did Jim Carrey. It's going to be wicked different, but it's just going to be his interpretation of extreme and then just. Pent quiet in a movie.
2: This is what I, I when I was thinking about this this is what is so impressive about Gene Wilder. He is his own unique thing that's not comparable. Is it straight up comedy? No. Is it weird? Like pen- comedy. Yeah it, it's Okay I have a weird which one.
1: Which kind of brings these two to the table. Either John Cleese or Eric Idle. All right, the the John- Monty John- oh, Python. Yeah that, yeah. that yeah, kind of yeah. works.
0: John
2: Cleese feels
0: It has to have a bit of a weird cheekiness to it almost and like a wink inside. What about mm-hmm. don't make me laugh? Uh, Tim Curry. Uh, so
2: I truly did think about that, but he's like, I don't. He's got his own thing too. Give me that Tim Curry laugh. You do so well.
1: <laughs> I like, right. <laughs> pretty good. I hope, so, he, I hope he
2: practices. I hope he listens. Pays off, in inclusion. I mean,
0: this one's tough, though. Again, childhood classic. It's hard to reimagine this one. Let us know if you think any of those are good, or if you have something that you think would be better. We'd love to hear it. You can write in on the movie poster on social media. We're gonna move on to Mount Rushmore. Top four. Top four. Mount Rushmore. Top four. Mount Rushmore top four. This week we are doing our top four of the classic Universal monsters. So, any so what does that mean exactly? So, any adaptation. We're gonna get a little loose with it, but you know that would be your Frankenstein, the Mummy, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, the Visible Man are the main ones you see in there. But we'll get any loose adaptations of that. Jordan
1: looks shocked about
0: something. We're about to get as loose as Gen Z's jeans. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Thank
2: you.
1: Well, uh, I apologize
2: for that. That was dumb. Um, I won Paper, Rock, Scissors, so I get to be the person to tell you it's Brendan
1: Fraser's The Mummy. Paper, Rock, Scissors. I need to get back to that before
0: (laughs) What? Rock, Paper, Scissors? There
1: we go. Sorry about that. The Mummy, though. Great pick.
0: The Mummies. It's the best, like, actual modern adaptation, probably. One and two. Well, I'll say all the way to three yeah one and two
1: <laughs> <laughs> you really threw us there f- threw us for a loop there i, I feel like because during, during during the planning process we were kind of making our picks like you were like how vampire heavy are you
2: oh well why don't you tell me how vampire heavy you are <laughs> I heard that there might be a little something that I am. Uh, it's I, what we
1: do in the shadows. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good movie or the, the series, because both are good. The movie, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lump it all together. Both lump
0: some. Both are great. Uh, just started season three. It's back, and it's still funny. It's, it's still, still good. good. Yeah. I can't argue with that. I do
2: have a couple more vampire movies on there. I will oh, sure. save for... Um,
1: I, I mean, if we're sense. getting loose with so we've vampires... We've got a mummy, we've got a vampire. We've got mommy, Cameron, vampire. try to keep it out of those categories. Try to keep can't. it out of money, vampire. I mean, if not, that's uh, fine. Well, then let me just throw away... Okay. What other... Mummy movie, did you have?
0: Uh, uh, Under wraps, the Under Disney made for TV movie. Okay, I actually okay. love that movie. That's a high contender for okay, me. Okay,
2: let's get yours and then we'll go honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, if, I, if I'm trying to stay away from vampires, you don't have to. I just thought of I'm be... trying to stay away from vampires, it gets rid of my interview with the vampire. It gets rid of fucking. Easy, easy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I guess we're um, going
2: to just do honorable mentions l- now. <laughs> you know
0: what? I will say this The Shape of Water, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Lagoon it was a kind of modern I retelling wrote it of down. that.
2: I 100% I didn't wrote have it that down. on the list. It was a great
0: movie, great Oscar movie. I actually like it a lot. I've been meaning to rewatch it recently. It might be one of the it's best
2: love movies in the last like five years hmm. agreed I, b- or 10 however long it's been out i did have that written down as honorable mention i don't think i uh, we can come up with a definitive one so let us know what you think but let's get to some honorable mentions because yeah, this let's, one's littered. let's start listening to you know was wildly close to being on my list van number... helsing no. <laughs> not not number not. Ten, but... nope nope uh. teen wolf Interesting. Fucking love Just that. Just watched you that was recently? on my big board. Nice. Watched it
0: recently. It is weirder than I remember, <laughs> man. It is weird. It's got a
2: lot going on. I always think that that would be a great Halloween costume if you J Fox. Off. Yeah.
0: Sure is. Sexually. MJF. amped movie.
2: Oh. oh yeah, it's you know, in the 80s. It's probably got some problematics. There's um, a sneaky you, penis. You do in the get back.
0: some movies that you get a couple of these creatures in there. You got your uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You got your Van Helsing's things like that that get some vampire. Frankensteins. Your Harry Potter fours. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Then you just got. Okay, I movies. did write it down but I wrote because it down.
2: of that. Well, it, it just has to be on there. Harry Potter. Th- yeah, just four,
1: right? I think so. Yeah, four. four? Yeah.
0: three would be like the one with Lupin and the werewolf. Oh, then then three
1: is what I'm. Sorry, thinking yeah, of. Harry Potter three. Exactly. And the the and books Prisoner do you mention Ascabans. the vampires
0: though, and that does come in. That's play true.
1: 4 he's got the creature the lagoon kind of vibes turns into a little oh, uh, amazed, the gillyweed.
0: Yeah. Uh, gillyweed we of course have uh, Lost Boys we go I back thought about our Lost
2: Boys on it go check our episode of Lost Boys go oh, to check Wild our Wild episode. Saga I gotta say nay on that yeah.
0: it's not on my list but you had at least not for it me but it's a it's a mention for sure um
2: there's obviously you know, classic
0: ones like Fright Night is actually just... Monster Squad.
2: Monster, you know, the ones like that. Oh, I mean, They're of not monster a Monster
0: Squad. That mentions all of the big monsters, so,
1: I mean, that has to be on there. Um, It'd be for, remiss to not mention, we've already talked about it, but Frank and Thumb. Um, Mom's Got a Date with the Vampire, perfect. along with Under Wraps. I love it. Under Wraps.
2: It's not a movie, but it's practically a short. you got to count the Thriller! <laughs> <laughs> like Good. just the whole Great music call. video, and then to piggyback on that, the same guy that did the effects for that American Werewolf
0: in Paris. I mean, what was the vampire werewolf in London? Is that True Blood. Um, America, Mer- what? Um, yeah, True Blood. Oh yeah. It- um, I think we already said interview with a vampire, but classic uh, '90s I little loved- vampire with Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> a '90s Cute movie. little film. Yeah, yeah. I remember so it sounds that one. like
2: we're pro We're, vampire, you know, We're not vampire as, heavy
0: not yeah. as many werewolf ones uh we i mean uh, I do got to say the big most ampers- on campus oh yeah big wolf on campus that was like a fox family thing back in the day um
2: the yeah, yeah, so neotropicals to- yeah. um
0: wolfman i was so amped for that it's still a killer it looks so killer cool. preview like Where? it looks like the, the
1: that werewolf. wolf <laughs> um <laughs> dark shadows
0: Oh, we have the Underworld series, of course. That had both the werewolf and the vampire and the mixture of the two. Hotel Transylvania. Oh, yeah. I never actually did see those, though. Oh, I haven't, they're I haven't good, seen any fine. of
2: them. You know, they'll give it what they, you want. They're not as good as, like, the Leica films and all that stuff. but
0: Go back and see our episode of Halloween Town. That, of course, has all of the Bane creatures.
2: Um, I got to say a shout-out, then, if we're allowing TV... Episodes. You got to do the Nosferatu, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That one's Ooh. like solid. Also,
0: the Burns is a Vampire Halloween episode and Werewolf Flanders are classic. Oh, <laughs> Burns is a Vampire might be my Deadly. favorite. Adaptation. You could have put, I assume,
2: Dracula Dead and Loving is on there for Dracula you. Dracula yeah, Dead yeah, and Loving is definitely, on, definitely on my list. I do love that. that, honestly. I meant to
0: say <laughs> it that was going to be my number one pick, but I heard No Vampires and I panicked. No, you, know, you <laughs> like sorry. specified that as long as it's Dracula. That literally was Dracula Dead and Lovely. No, no yeah, you says as long as it's not Dracula. And it's like well, Then let me throw
2: out some answers. Shout quickly. out to Jessica Jones and the rest of the Jones family. Or the Halloween that almost wasn't. That's got them
0: all. Oh, yeah. That's classic. Uh, let us know some of your favorites. But uh, thank you for listening to our take on Young Frankenstein. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Uh, as always, we are just a grassroots podcast here at Cult Classics. We don't pay for advertising. Tweet at us. We, uh,
1: DM us on Instagram. Yeah, We've got we, a couple of those. We barely there, we tell people
0: that. That we have a podcast. So make sure if you like what you heard to recommend to friends and family, um, you can find us at Cult Classics Pod on social media and you can write in your movie requests to Cult Podcast at gmail.com. Do
2: you guys want a, a teaser for next week? Sure. Audience? <laughs> yeah. Unless that's not in the first one. Bye. Bye.